Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's going on, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. This is Pretty Dece, your daily entertainment and pop culture podcast. Thank you very much for joining me. Nintendo Today showcased a ton of upcoming indie games that will be on the Nintendo Switch in the next year or so. And the biggest one, we will talk about all of them, but the biggest one, the one that I'm most excited about, is a sequel to No More Heroes. It's called Travis Strikes Again, colon, No More Heroes. If you've never heard of No More Heroes, it is a fantastically weird game. I really, really love the original. It was a game that came out on the Wii, and it was developed by Grasshopper Manufacturer, Grasshopper Games, and the developer Suda51, and it it's very Japanese. <laughs> and Suda51, as a developer, um, would, would self-describe his style as punk. And he, he wraps all of his game design in that concept of being punk. And what he means by that is that he likes to subvert expectations. And he likes to do things in games just for the edginess and just to be rad and just to irritate. You know, he, he likes to make games that are abrasive and weird and stylish and memorable. And No More Heroes is exactly that. It's got really funny parts. It's got really brutal parts. uh, It's got gross parts. It's got intentionally boring parts. There's a lot going on in No More Heroes. It was a game for the Wii. It does involve some waggle, that old classic Wii waggle. But again, done intentionally to kind of turn that on its side a little bit. It's a game that features a lead character named Travis Touchdown, and of course, this new game, Travis Strikes Again. Travis will be back. Uh, Travis Touchdown is an assassin, or becomes an assassin over the course of No More Heroes, and he wields what is known as a beam katana. Yes, a beam katana. Don't confuse it with a lightsaber, which it exactly is. (laughs) A beam katana. He lives in the city Santa Destroy, Again, Santa Destroy. There's nothing more punk rock than the name Santa Destroy. And it's it's ridiculous. It's insane. He is, he's working his way up the assassin rankings, killing weirder and weirder assassins, all to get with a girl. And that's the story of the game, and it just goes crazy and goes insane from there. Um, it, it has this open world to it, that is completely, and I think intentionally, pointless. It's You get to drive this awesome motorcycle around that is really fun to drive, but there's nothing to do in the world. There's no reason for the game to be open world other than the fact that it was cool that they put an open world in. And I think that it's intentionally open world and intentionally pointless because that's punk rock. It's, it's subverting your expectations. Likewise, there are jobs in this game because you have to earn money. And I think the jobs are intentionally kind of bad and kind of boring at times because he, he wants you to 
feel weird about the progression. He wants you to be mindful of that juxtaposition between these crazy assassin missions where you are murdering people with your beam katana and then the jobs where you are mowing lawns and carrying coconuts. And I think that I think that Suda51 thinks that those those things, that dichotomy is really weird and he wants to wants to explore that. Everything that's weird about this game, everything that's kind of bad about this game, feels like it was done on purpose. That's the kind of director that Suda51 is for a game. So it's kind of, it's really hard to analyze. You have to take the game as a whole, as kind of a, a, a whole unit, whether, you know, you, you like it or not. And I really like the whole package that it, it, it delivers. Aside from the actual gameplay and the style, which is just awesome... Um, the soundtrack is really good. It's filled with lots of Japanese anime and wrestling, of all things, references, which I really, really like. So when No More Heroes came out, it was exactly the type of game that I was looking for, and I really liked it. This new one looks really good. The trailer that we've seen so far for it, we get some we get some funny jokes, like they 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 flash on an Unreal Engine shirt and they freeze the whole trailer to give like a we're being made with Unreal Engine thing. And at one point the two characters in the in the trailer reference the audience like hey stop playing to the gamers out there it's crazy so i'm super excited for this game to be just as weird as the originals so the new no more heroes game is something i'm very excited about that is coming exclusively to the switch you know it's not going to be everyone's cup of tea but if you if you like the first games or if you just like weird interesting games it's definitely something for you let's run through the rest of the stuff though because there's a lot of good stuff coming for the switch from indie developers so let's just kind of break down what's going on uh kentucky route zero is coming in what's called the tv edition it'll be all five installments um the this is the first time we're seeing the the final installment it'll be in one little package this is kind of an adventure game and it seems like it has a really cool tone so it was a game that's been on my radar for a long time that i've wanted to play but i've been holding off until the whole thing comes out because i'm not a huge fan of playing things episodically so now that it's going to be completely out i'm pumped about getting it uh it'll be sometime next year kentucky route zero tv edition we are getting a version of super meat boy uh which is a sequel to super meat boy it looks it looks really good um but you know very similar gameplay uh it will be coming next year it's called super meat boy forever so that'll be coming out on the switch as well uh, we're getting a sequel to Shovel Knight. A lot of Shovel Knight fans out there. This one is called King of Cards. Uh, that'll be out in early 2018. We're getting a sequel to Steam World Dig. If you never played Steam World Dig, it is a great little game. Uh, you are you're mining, you're collecting resources, you are building things to let you mine better. It's just a fun little uh, kind of relaxing game. I really really like Steam World Dig. All of the Steam World games are really good. If you've never played any of those, they're very different. They have kind of a, a cohesive um, look to them, but they are different, very different games. Check them all out. They're all highly recommended from me. Steam World Dig 2 comes out very soon, September 21st. So we're gonna get that really quick. This next one is called Golf Story, and Golf Story is an RPG about golfing. Not since Mario Golf have we had an RPG about golfing that has interested me uh, quite this much. This looks really cool. They, there's a bunch of actual golfing. You're running around talking to people. The art style is 
is really cute, really gorgeous. Uh, this is a Switch exclusive, only on the Switch, and it's coming out in September, so we don't have to wait very long for that one either. Golf Story um, is is right at the top of my anticipation list now after seeing this. We also have a, a game called Morphe's Law, which is which is uh, kind of strange. Uh, it's a team of giants. They want to absorb each other's body mass. And uh, they can do that by shrinking or expanding all of their body parts. Looks very weird. Uh, so that, that's coming out on the Switch. Uh, the next game is called Sausage Sports Club. Sausage Sports Club, let me break it down. It's a game about floppy dogs or floppy animals that wear hats and bounce into each other to win, to knock each other into spikes, to collect coins. You know, the huge. Um, it seems really weird. I don't, I don't really know how to describe it. It's physics based. It's, it's very much like Gang Beasts. If you, if you've ever played that, a game where you're essentially just like, like smashing your character into the other characters to try to shove them into things and make physicsy type things happen. Um, so as I said, you're shoving people into spikes. You're shoving people off cliffs. You're, you're competing in little mini games, little, little multiplayer games. And really, you're just laughing at the fact that you're a weird floppy dog with a long neck. It seems really cute. I, I'm really excited to play it. It looks really, really fun. That'll be out this fall. The next game is called Yono and the Celestial Elephants. Uh, it is very cute. It looks to be kind of an adventure slash puzzle game. Um, it, yeah, it has a really, really good art style to it. It seems like you're kind of moving around kind of slowly and solving puzzles. I don't really know a ton about the gameplay of that one from the trailer, but it does look like look look like something that is is well made. And if you're into breakdancing, this next kid, this this next game is called Floor Kids. And it's a breakdancing game. I, from the trailer, cannot figure out how this game is even played. There's a ton of different breakdancing moves. You have your breakdancer on screen. And I'm assuming you're gonna it's gonna be some form of button combinations to bring up the different breakdancing moves. But I have no idea if that means this game is like a Parappa the Rappa style thing, or if it's all about like feeling it and coming up with freestyle routines. No idea what the gameplay is like or what the input is like as far as playing it, but the art style is cool. The the little breakdancers are very, um, very roughly drawn, so it gives it this kind of neat little uh, doodle aesthetic to it, and, and I really like the the look of the game. So hopefully the gameplay also uh, works out. Uh, this next game is called Polybridge. Polybridge is, is one of those games you see a lot where you are, you're building bridges. So it's one of those bridge building simulators where you're trying to see if the bridge that you build will actually hold things when they have weight on them. Can your bridge sustain traffic? Those sorts of things. Those are really fun when they're on like iOS and this will probably be the case here as well. The next game is called Wolverblade. W-U-L-V-E-R-B-L-A-D-E. Wolverblade. This is a, uh, a co-op beat-em-up game. It reminds me a ton in the art style and the gameplay of Castle Crashers. So maybe it's a little bit more bloody, a little bit more serial, a little bit more serious Castle Crashers. So it looks great. I'm excited. It's set in ancient Britain, quote unquote, uh, but it looks great. I'm really excited about, you know, getting in there and doing some co-op beat-em-up because it's been a while since I've played a game like that. Uh, this next game is called Nine Parchments. Nine Parchments is a co-op game where you are seemingly all wizards and it's a dual joystick shooter 
that it's very clear from the trailer that it is a dual joystick shooter. So you're moving around with one joystick, you are casting spells with the other. So picture something like um, like Gauntlet, except dual joystick. Very neat. The game has a, a gorgeous look to it. It'll be out this holiday. I'm really excited about finding out more about Nine Partridge because of all these games, it is, it's one of the ones that I think looks the coolest. And then finally, the last game I want to highlight is called Lightfingers. Lightfingers, I watched the trailer a couple times. It seems like Mario Party, but like a little bit more serious. <laughs> so you're moving a character around a board. The board is revealed to you as you go, but there's clearly a set path. You're collecting coins, and it seems that you are dropping your character into mini games. These mini games are visible on the board, so you can still tell that it's like your little—it's your little piece that you dropped onto the board. But he's running around doing stuff in these little mini games. So, not a very clear idea about what this game looks like, but it is turn-based, it's multiplayer, and it seems very like Mario Party-ish. So that is a ton of games. Uh, we ran through them pretty quickly there, uh, but we just had a trailer kind of to go on for each of them. So I recommend looking these up, watching these trailers. There's some really cool stuff coming on the horizon. Makes me very excited to own a Switch. So if you have the Anchor app, I'd love to hear your thoughts on any of these games. Uh, press the call-in button in the Anchor app. Call in and let me know what you think.